Welcome back to the Ultimate Playlist Podcast full of choice track. I'm Dietrich. I'm Brandon. Yeah, I'm, I'm Damon, yeah. That's my name. And I'm Taj. We all sound shaky as hell, but it's all good because we're going to work through it. So, welcome back to the show. Uh, this is a music podcast where we come together, uh, we come up with a theme, and we each de- uh, deliver a particular song that goes along with that theme. Something that we either like or something that we feel or something that we think is something cool as hell we like for y'all to listen to. Um, that's side A of the record. Then we flip over to side B of the record where we actually have homework where we listen to an album that uh somebody previously picked for us and we give our critiques on the album whether we like it whether we don't what our choice track is off the album and all of this is compiled into one big ass playlist that you can see on all of your streaming platforms um and therefore you can go through and listen to it you don't have to worry about trying to find a dj you don't have to worry about trying to sign up or anything you can go through and actually listen to the playlist and this will be the bomb of the party everybody's going to talk about every song that we got on here you're going to have some people that hate some other songs but we're not going to worry about those. They just need to get another drink and everything will be okay. So this particular episode, this theme is something that's near and dear to me, mainly because of my location in this geographical world, but also because it's some of the best times of my life. And what I'm talking about, I'm talking about seasons, but one specific season in general, um, which I'm talking about, and that is summer. The season of summer. Summertime vibes is what we're going with here. And we're talking about songs that are talking about summer, whether it be summer in the title, whether it be summer uh, in the midst of the words or what they're talking about, whether summer is a metaphor, whatever the case in point may be, it puts you in that sun rays, beach time, campfires, being out, you know, just having fun outside of the house or maybe sticking your ass inside the house because depending on your region, it's hot as hell. So just to give something a point, I'm in Texas. Three fourths of us is in Texas. One of us defected up north. We're not going to talk about him. <laughs> What happened is we're not even in summer yet and we're already hitting 90 degrees. So just imagine I'll be able to cook some eggs on the side of the road, put some bacon over. I don't need no pot because everything's going to be able to cook in the street. That's how hot it's going to be. But getting back to the point at hand, um, my particular song for this choice of theme is really one of those low key songs that if you weren't like listening to like a hip hop R&B station, the radio, you wouldn't have heard it that much. But if you did listen to those type of stations, this was playing all the rage around the year 2005. Um, it's off of the album called 1218 Part One. Um, it's from an artist that um, is from California and is basically one of those um, what do you call lifestyle artists, uh, individual that um, actually lives the way that he portrays like he's not trying to be all gangster he's just really in a, in a cool kind of place and does he have some gangster stuff yeah he probably does but you know he's really trying to sp- put a positive spin on things and, and getting everybody grooving and moving so i'm talking about little rob and the name of the song is summer night summer night summer days just sitting around but when the sun goes down i'll be ready to party and basically, it's an ode to, you know, summer days, you kind of kind of kicking it, chilling around. But when the sun goes down, you're ready to party. You're ready to get out. You're ready to go find some chicas, ready to go, you know, cruise around town and in your car that you just finished wiping. And it's, it's on. Everything is on when it's summer nights coming to play. So uh, it's a nice little jingle. It was definitely played down here in the South for a whole lot. And um, tell me what y'all think about Little Rob and Summer Nights. 
Um, so I, I had never heard it before. I, I liked it a lot. Um, you know, it, it's a good, good, good pick for sure. I mean, I, I like the, the, the melody, the pacing of it. Like it, it was all good. Um, I, I was going to go down the rabbit hole with you, but, but I'll let the other guys jump in first <laughs> to see what they thought about the song. But yeah. Well, that was pretty no. good. It, it kind of mm-hmm. reminded me of like a throwback to like, you know, like, uh, I know it's cheesy and everybody knows it, but, and I didn't pick it for my song, but it's, um, Will Smith's summer. I think it's called summertime. <laughs> yeah. Like a lot of, uh, but it has, it has a little bit of that vibe to it. Like, like a throwback sound. I really like it because I think I could chill with that easily. I, I could like do whatever, you know, like that's uh driving. I know we had a driving episode. Mm-hmm. Summer driving should be an episode. <laughs> right. Uh, sitting by the pool, having a drink. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, it's definitely good. And uh, I think, I think that that artist is, it, it's an artist that I want to check out more. I want to listen to his albums and explore that. So yeah, as usual, appreciate your, uh, your appreciation for music that I don't always listen to. And uh, yeah, no, that's great. Thanks. Cool. cool. I, I liked it too. I don't think I've ever heard of this artist. And uh, I know because of that, I have not heard this song. And um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, I think it fit, fit the bill for summer vibes. That definitely is a summer vibe, you know, barbecues and what have you. And um, yeah, it's just got a easy, I don't know, just like like a nice, like easy, easy going, I don't know, vibe. Because I can't think of a better word. Uh, and yeah, it was a good choice. Cool, cool. Go ahead, Tosh. Or I should say Allison. <laughs> Alice. <laughs> so uh, it, I I liked it a lot. I don't know why it didn't dawn on me. Like something clicked in my head, but it's like uh, I I like I said, I'm trying to do better about watching the music videos for this. So I watched it, mm-hmm. and like it's interesting because he, he's straight up being as homey as he can be, like in the video, and it's mm-hmm. it's cool. But for some reason, it, it dawned on me like I, I don't know much about the Latino side of hip hop. And I don't know if there is much of a difference on the Latino side of hip hop or if it's just hip hop in general. Uh, and so that's kind of the rabbit hole I was going to bug you about since you brought them up and like, yeah. You know, the Latino side is actually very interesting because you have two parts of it. You've got what's known as Latin hip hop, which is not actually hip hop at all, but it's based off of a hip hop beat. And that's when they were going to do it in freestyle. So Latin hip hop and freestyle are the same, right? They're okay. the same. So when they say freestyle, they mean you actually have somebody going in and, and freestyling a, a particular uh, song, like lyrics to it and the whole nine, and then like coming up with it a song like five minutes and then putting the song out. And it's based on the same beat, that same like African Bombada track, but then they throw a little synthesizer behind it and you get that bump, bump. You can get like six songs out of that one transition, you know, and that's one part of it. But then you actually have like Latin rap and Latin rap is based on its own subculture. You have those that that rap about, you know, the gang life. You have those that rap about the car life. You have those that rap about the solo life. You have those that that rap about getting out of of certain situations and, and uplifting their people. But one thing is all in common. It's all love. It's all family. Or let me roll La Raza. Yeah, I can't 
okay, well, I'm all artist. But it's all <laughs> gotcha. family. It's all family. It's all culture-based. Um, you got so many different artists that are out here, but every single one of them represents their culture to the fullest. And they represent their people, and they represent the style of life that they live in. Some of them are in the zoot suits and, and the whole line. Some of them are, you know, right here with the actual um, regional hip-hop artists that are all out, and, and they're popping and doing their thing. Some of them literally represent themselves, but they still represent the culture as a whole. Gotcha. So they have a very interesting take when it comes to hip hop and how they how they come out with it. And this particular song in general was one of those was like a crossover because, like you said, a lot of a lot of everybody on here hadn't heard that particular song. But if you were around the way in 2005 and you were listening to hip hop during that time frame, this is one of those that snuck under the radar. It was a regional hit for sure in Texas and California and and a little bit of the East Coast, but mostly in the down south and southwest area, mainly because that's what it appealed to. Like you don't see a lot of people in New York riding around in six fours hopping up and down the street. You know what I'm saying? But right. here in Texas and over in California, that's a lifestyle. And that's exactly the lifestyle that he hit. And the, just with the harmonies and everything it was put in, it made it a perfect crossover for him because it allowed him to hit a lot more ears than he originally would have if he had done something different. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. Sure thing. So next to back, uh, let's see. Any, mini, mini, mo, because we talk about it. So Taj, give me your pick, man. What, what, do, what do you have going on? Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I did research. You know, I try and bounce back and forth between some different songs. Um, and then, you know, I, I decided just to go poppy with it. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I'm one of those that, like, I almost pick, like, something that was like a s- summer jam, you know, like, um, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I went for something that actually had summer in the title. Like, that is the title, Summer. Um, and so the song is by uh, Calvin Harris. When I met you in the summer To my heartbeat sound We fell in love so it uh, was released in 2014, um, and it was a single off of his album Motion. Um, and so, um, excuse me. <coughs> so uh, the song, it, I had heard it before plenty of times. I liked it a lot. Um, I'd never seen the music video before, so I went and watched that. Basically, it's a uh, it's a Fast and the Furious. <laughs> like, that's basically the music video for this song. It, it's straight up like uh, street racing with some TNA all over the place, uh, lots of TNA, uh, some some C in there, if, if you want some C, uh, or if you pronounce it with a Q, I guess it's a C. Anyways, uh, but yeah, so uh, it, it's a, it was, the music video was super interesting, but yeah, I, I, the song I like a lot. What's interesting is there's some debates on the lyrics uh, because like, the, the lyrics talks about how she claims that she's sweet and innocent and then she says she lies. And so it was interesting going down the rabbit hole because some people were like, well, that means that she broke his heart when fall came. And you're like, other people are like, no, it means that like she liked him, but then she started dating other people in the middle of the summer and broke his heart. Uh, it, I don't know. It, you could take it that way. But the way the music video is, it, I, I think it's it's more like she claims she was sweet and innocent. And then after a couple of dates, like she ain't that innocent. <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I, I like the, the song a lot. And so hopefully I didn't torture you guys too much with, with summer. <laughs> No, the video is definitely not a torture in the first <laughs> 10 seconds. 
I, I think that was probably the best part. Um, yeah, no, I like. I mean, I like the, the Fast and the Furious franchise, and there's lots of TNA, right? So yeah, I can deal with that. You, you can. That's my. That. That's that's kind of like my vibe a little bit. I like that. Um, I like this song. I think it's a little douchey <laughs> as far as pretentiousness goes in the video and like how you know. But he's doing it on purpose, you know. Right. He's going for like that. You know, he's. I think he's trying to look like Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> the video, <laughs> it kind of does, yeah. Um, well, yeah, I like in the music video, that. yeah, because like in the music video, there's that one <laughs> later on with the two cars where one of the cars he has purposely has a guy that's bald headed and it looks like Van Diesel's car. And it, you're like, yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going for the Paul Walker, you know, he's Van totally Diesel. Yeah, um, they got you know open hoods and shit. Like they're yeah, they have like classic cars in the video, which is cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know where they found the fountain pool with like 20 models but um <laughs> this guy's got some connections <laughs> so uh, that, that goes to show like you know what money can buy you i guess i mean the production on a video where i think that mtv isn't where i go for my source of music now <laughs> but like when i was growing up music videos were the thing but i think there's a video for almost anything still but it's like production values that, that costs a lot of money you know right. so i mean i think the production on his album must have been pretty pretty high but i, I haven't listened to calvin harris's stuff so um somebody's listening to calvin harris stuff <laughs> but i like hey, i like the song um again it says i think anything summertime that vibe is just where it's at for me uh that's a chill vibe i love that that's where i need to be I give this uh, three out of five stars, so that's not bad. <laughs> I want to go back to the star rating for this one. Uh, right. Yeah, I'd like to hear a little bit more of Kelvin Harris's stuff, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna run out and get his albums, you know. But um, okay. I think that I think that is worth worth a shot and uh, good pick for you, Taj. I think that's definitely <laughs> definitely a good vibe song and it fits the theme pretty well. So gotcha. Yeah, definitely, definitely right up to summer vibes. This was in my list as well. I knew it was something that I was I was vibing to because when I think of this song, I literally think of music festivals, summertime festivals, things going on in the summer, um, artists coming through, performing, DJs doing DJ sets and playing songs like this in the mix and everybody dancing around, drinking and doing whatever else that I'm not going to display here because we're trying to keep everything legal. So, but even still, this this is, is the emphasis of... Of, or the epiphany or whatever the word um, the antithesis of summertime like this this is that vibe where you're just out having a good time and it's like spring break and summer rolled into one you know what I'm saying and it's just good times good vibes yeah there's a lot of TNA but that's what it's supposed to be you're supposed to have bikinis you're supposed to have butts spitting out you're supposed to have jean shorts with the cuts and the and the phrase and the, and the and the sandals and the and the you know the cord lighting or whatever butt light or whatever else sitting and kids and chilling and just having a good time whether you're you know 19 20 21 or whether you're 55 and want to be on a cruise summertime is the time to do it so you know this is right up the alley so i'm not mad okay I, I know the name, <clears throat> Calvin Harris, right? I've heard yeah. the name, but I don't know if I've really listened to much music uh, by him. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the song is is definitely catchy. I If it was in a Fast and Furious movie, I, I have no clue. I haven't watched the music video. Um, I, I haven't really done much with this song, but listened to it. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I 
I don't I don't quite get the the summer vibe from it. I mean, other than the song tells me it is. Um, <laughs> and uh, like I, I mean, maybe the lyrics just escaped me. I thought it was just telling a story. And the I, video I, shows the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I like I just thought it was like it was telling some kind of story about 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 a woman and and I'm, I I didn't quite understand what summer had to do with it, but uh <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, so. I know I I don't see you going rushing to, you know, YouTube it, it, to check out the fucking video <laughs> for this one. I'm it, surprised it, I did. I just it, was like, yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Why not? And then it's like a Fast and the Furious like blend and then it turns into like uh i don't know some kind of like music like commercial and <laughs> commercial for yeah. jeans or something i don't know and then it's just a big party and it's a big mess but uh yeah, yeah it, it feels like summer when you're watching it this is Lollapalooza vibes uh, summer. <laughs> yeah for right. sure that's all it is fireman <laughs> so yeah i mean the, the song yeah. the song is catchy um it's not bad I, I i did enjoy it but uh yeah like i said i i didn't i didn't really put a lot of work into going down the rabbit hole of like how many different ways can i listen to this song um you know i'm like no i listen to the song that's great we're done let's move on to the next one so um but that again not a bad song I just don't quite quite understand the summer vibe thing, but uh, that's not. I guess that's not my summer vibe. So it's like the. It's almost. It's a. It's an okay song in a in a way, and it's also like the intro to like a movie before yeah. like the credits before you even see the credits. It's like yeah, a, if it's like the commercials in the theater. I don't know. If it's a clubbing song, if it invokes like clubbing or going to a festival during the summer, I'm I'm already exhausted thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love so, that shit though. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm fucked up, but yeah, I like I, it. I've been fucked up, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> no thanks, man. So I was gonna ask you guys: Is do you guys know this? Because I know it, but is Calvin Harris's real name? What the fuck do I know? <laughs> What does it matter? It's not really white <laughs> for some reason, but I mean, that's, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the music video, so yeah. yeah. But it, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, huh? no, it's not his real name. He, he's Scottish, Here. and his, his real name is Adam Richard Wills. So. Oh, well, now uh, we now yeah. all of us don't like that song. <laughs> he's he's an imposter. Yeah, who the hell wants to listen to Adam but, and Richard Will? No, because I was trying to figure out like how did he come with the Calvin Harris? Like, did he watch Back to the Future too many times? <laughs> and he's like an action know. hero, or Calvin Harris. No, because Back to the Future, the whole Calvin uh, when uh, his mom's like it's Calvin Klein, like, yeah, because yeah, it's Calvin he's Klein. Fucking underwear. <laughs> he's like, ooh, that's me, good DJ. Calvin, Calvin. It would it would have made more sense if he went by Calvin Hobbs. Yes, yes. I yeah, think that's what I was thinking. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh yeah, that that definitely would have worked. But then he would have got sued for it. So. But Calvin Hobbs is like a that's like a funnies like yeah. skit or like the cartoons. Calvin and Hobbs. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin and Hobbs. Oh, he missed a fucking opportunity. <laughs> I don't know why he thought Calvin Hobbs is better than his first name, though. Like, I think it's actually worse than his original name. Oh my god, this guy loses a star. Nah, nah, nah. You already gave the score. Can't go back. No back. <laughs> right? Yeah. It, All right. It's well, locked in. Shouldn't have informed me on background. 
Way to go, Taj. Ruin the moment. Yeah, no problem. No problem. All right. So, speaking of summertime vibes, which everybody has a different one. Brandon, I know you are not in the party scene, quote unquote. So, hit us with your vibe, man. What, what were you thinking about when you picked this song? All right. Well, there there were a few songs that uh, popped in my, my head right away. And uh, I, I remember this being maybe the first one. And then, even though I kept trying to find a different song, because I'm like, should I go? with the first one that popped in my head uh, it, it went out in the end and the song that I picked is In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry In the summertime when the weather is high you can stretch right up and touch the sky when the weather's fine you got women Mungo Jerry is not a person Mungo Jerry is the name of the this band it's a British rock band and it was formed by Ray Dorsett uh, they were formed in 1970. This song actually came out in 1970. It was released as a maxi single, which I had no idea what a maxi single was, but it was released as a maxi single on May 22nd. A maxi single is interesting because originally uh, singles, when they were released, they were released with one song on side A, one song on side B, and it was played at 45 RPM. This was actually different. It was a uh, record played at 33 and a third. Side A actually had three songs on it. And then Side B on this one had a really long cover of, uh, of a, a folk song, I, be- I believe. Um, but that's what a maxi single was. So it was played at 33 and a third. And, uh, and it had more than just two songs on there. So that was, I don't know, thought it was interesting because we do the side A, side B thing here. So, uh, Mungo Jerry, is, the name of the band was inspired by T.S. Eliot band, uh, T.S. Eliot poem. Um, Ray Dorsett was actually working in the lab at Timex when this song became a hit. He even had to ask for time off so that he could perform on top of the pops when this song hit big and it hit big. Like week one, I think they said it hit the UK singles at number 13. And then by week two, it was number one. Um, and it's just, I, it's just a very fun, catchy song. When I want a, a summer vibe, I want it to be carefree and light and I want to be entertained. And this song does that for me. Like this is, a perfect song to play when you just want to have a good time and you just want to chill. Um, I think this song invokes that 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 vibe, that you know, carefree spirit. And uh, yeah, so that that was my song. This is like a 70s album, right? From 1970. 1970. Wow. Uh, oh, okay. So it does have that feel that it's coming right out of the 60s. Uh, dude from the cover, lead singer, looks like Wolverine. Kind of fucking <laughs> sick. So. <laughs> I can I, I can I can definitely go with that. I like I like the song a lot. I know the song. Grew up with this, hearing this a lot. Radio parents, you know, listening to this kind of stuff. Um, I never thought, oh, who sings this? Mungo Jerry. That's a cool fucking name, dude. These guys are cool. They're a little bit before their time, and then they fit right in. So it's um, they probably did a lot of drugs when they were doing this album. I'm sure, but uh, that's a cool vibe too. <laughs> Maybe that's what gives them the style. They have a really, really cool style that I think I've seen come back in the 2000s for a lot of bands. So, um, yeah, they're definitely forerunners. So um, I'm I'm a fan of the song. I like the pick. I think it fits your pick, Brandon. It's definitely you. So um, and it's a really good, really good summertime chill song. So like it. 
So it, I, I like the song a lot. I, I knew it instantly uh, once I started listening to it. And yeah, this, this is this is an iconic summertime song. Um, you know, I think this was the summertime song before Will Smith's summertime song came out. Like it, this was the, the song of some, uh, summer. And um, yeah, man, it's amazing pick. I, I loved it. Um, I didn't realize because I was I had listened to it, the, the audio with, without watching the music video. And th- there wasn't really a music video, but there was like a um, a video of them playing the song. Um, yeah, I didn't realize. Yeah, uh, I didn't realize like that the halfway point where it kind of stops and starts again. It, and because you can see it in the video, but you can't. I can't hear auditory. There's a guy trying to play a jug, like, and he's blowing on the jug. And that's when, when the music kind of drops off and stops. It's him playing on the jug, like doing a jug solo. But then it, it comes back in and you're like, okay. And, but it was, that little part was kind of amazing. But yeah, the, the song itself, because it's, it is awesome. Yeah, that's exactly what Summer's about, at least on the male perspective. Girls. <laughs> yeah. So, or girls' perspective too. So. Or girls' perspective for girls. Yeah, there we go. No, we're not going to be equal opportunity. <laughs> not in this month. Oh, no, we're not at all be, about that. Okay. No, I be told that. Speak for yourself, man. All right. <laughs> Trust me, they got their own podcast. They can speak on it. Which is the man woman Davis Club right here. No, I'm just playing. Just playing. Just playing. But this is where we're coming from. So. I freaking love this song, man. Um, I love this song for several reasons. One, because it's just a jingle. It is a certified jingle every which way it goes. It's something that's, that's happy, it's fun, it's light. This is literally one of those songs that you could actually put a dark, like, twisted meaning behind the lyrics, and nobody will ever fucking figure it out. <laughs> because they're so infatuated with the jingle of the, of the track and, and how he sings it that, you know, they'll, they'll never think it was about, you know, mutilating your best friend's mom and then putting her in a basket or something like that like you can literally go left with this and it wouldn't care it would still hit the charts because everybody just loves the way it sounds and then on top of that uh you've just got this whole melodic vibe going through like i can see somebody at old school set up at the beach put the big umbrella up sit back catch some rays read a book like chill out type situation not anything drastic not no kids or anything around you may have some volleyball going back and forth but you got the old school bikinis where they literally covered like half of your body type stuff the polka dot one <laughs> that the women wore and the guys would come out of their swim trunks and and jump into playing around in the water like this literally set that visual man and it was a hell of a pick not mad at it yeah it's funny I, know, I, I can I hear the 70s see the 70s but then I'm like I'm here in the 40s almost like yeah, I could so see you walking up with a monocle and a cane and be like, hey, she, nice bikini, she, yeah. <laughs> it's got that it's retro got feel to it. Yeah, it's got, you got your 70s vibe to it, but then you've also got your 20s and 30s vibe to it. Like, when, yeah, the when 20s summer was the roaring wholesome, uh, 20s, right? 20s. Yeah, when, so, when summer was wholesome and it was just family fun and that's all it was about. Like, the debauchery like was gaps, going on behind gaps, the scenes. Yeah, exactly. There we go. Like, I got that whole vibe coming like, out yeah. of this song. So it's yeah. like spanning decades on top of, you know, just being a cool ass song and a good lyric to me. That's just me speaking on so, stuff. So, so would, would you say he was scatting on it? Like when he's. I don't think so. He's not close. scatting. <laughs> no, not, yeah, no, not quite there, but it's, it's close. close. Yeah. Because just, just from his delivery is what, what brings it yeah. out. So I definitely hear that. So, but, uh, okay. Well, yeah, almost. Yeah. Like, I, I agree, Dietrich. It's like almost a scat, I guess. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like a half scat, but it's only because of the way he delivers it. It's a, right. a skinny scat. Yeah, he's not <laughs> trying to go there with it, but it's definitely elements of it there. But if he if he flipped it up just a little bit of a notch, he would have hit it on the hit. So yeah, it, it, and I gotta say, yeah. that, I mean, the the whole the band as a whole was a was a facial hair band. Like they, 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 yeah, they fucking had, chops were. one guy with, with the handlebars, like he had the really thin <laughs> handlebars. It's like okay. Like they, they they like their facial hair that whole day. It's so, fucking yeah. awesome, dude. These guys can whoop some fucking ass. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> right. I mean, you said seventies and shit. Look at look at the icons that were around at the top. Like everybody had facial hair at one point <laughs> or another, and it was all looked like it was dirty and unkept. But then some of them like suave, sophisticated type stuff. Like yeah, you couldn't go wrong with Ron Burgundy's team. No, no time. Man, I'm trying Good to tell you, and shit. Uh-huh. Like this this one where Burt Reynolds will come walking around the corner. And you just know he's got six chicks he's about to bang in a hotel. Like, I mean, these guys are fucking cruising with the fucking 20s and 30s vibes with the Wolverine look and the 70s uh, colors. Yeah. They had it all, man. Very good psychedelic bill. Where are they now? We got to do it. Where are they? <laughs> right. Last but not least, Damon, take us home, bro. What do you got? Yeah. Okay. So it's, this is a um, little 80s vibe. Uh, this is. <laughs> A band that uh, you probably could hear on a lot of like 80s albums for like the 80s music. And uh, the band is Banana Rama, and Cruel Summer is the song. So. I really like uh, this song a lot. It's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, these guys, these chicks are out of the uh, the UK. So you know how I like to you know mix it up a little bit. Um, albums from 1983. It's a self-titled Rama. And uh, yeah, if you haven't heard Cruel Summer, you probably have heard it in, in movies. Uh, probably not commercials, but I think it's been in, it's been it's been in, in movies. Commercials. Yeah, it's been in movies and commercials for sure. Just to for like a summertime buy a car commercial. <laughs> right. <laughs> Some shit like that. Um, yeah, no, it's like uh, weird. It's been covered too by a lot of different bands. So I, I think it. I think it was in Cruel Intentions. Was it in Cruel Intentions? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But it could, it's, it's in. It's in Karate, Karate Kid. Yeah. It's in Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. Karate I was actually going to say Karate Kid, but uh, it should have been in. Cruel I didn't Kid. know that as well as Brandon because Brandon probably knew that it was in Karate Kid. I just know from reading information, but. <laughs> Karate fucking kid. Holy shit. I love that that movie. I love the the new show they came out with. But uh yeah. No, the Banana Ram is great. Um Cruel Summer is an it's a timeless song. This this fits any any decade. I don't give a shit what the you know what the the vibe is, but this is a great song. It's um post disco, which is weird. <laughs> Kind of poppy, kind of like new wave. Post disco is a weird genre for it to fit, but it's part. Of, it's partly that. So um, yeah, they. I mean, it's just after '83. It's just just after the '70s. You know, this is the good side of disco, I guess. And uh, yeah, I like I like the song. So what do y'all think of this? Oh yeah, and Ace and Bass covered it. Weird. 
Okay, not really, not really weird. Just because they're along the same pop team, yeah. So it kind of okay. makes sense. First yeah. and foremost, I love Baron Banana Rama. Um, those who only know about this song think that they're a one-hit wonder. They're not. They got some actual hits under their belt. Uh, Venus was used in all of those like near commercials and, and the whole nine with the razors. Um, that she's got it. That stuff that coming from that. Um, they've got like several other hits. They're still performing. They still like actually came out with an album. I think once a couple of years ago. I go back and take a look at that but um they perform all through the 80s 90s and the early 2000s for sure um so they still been trying to kick out stuff and yeah it's it's that post disco but mostly just like pop um dance type feel dance tracks that's all they're really going for that type of music um this particular track right here i literally it was in my top five list of what songs to pick for the summer um so you you definitely hit the nail on the head with that because you know anytime especially in the 80s like you said after you saw karate kid and that boosted the song's uh, potential and took it up to number one in the charts and things of that nature like it was all over the place you you couldn't get rid of it and nobody really thought about the the lyrics per se but it was one of another one of those catchy infectious tracks that you just listen to you know the harmonies are there the the notes are there and it's just like yeah this is definitely a summer track that's my thought process so well i like the i like the feel that you got from it man yeah no mm-hmm. it's um it's definitely like yeah the karate kid boosted it and i think that it could fit like so many th- i don't think it's in point break but like something like point break anything these like summer action movies um man there's so much so many good things about the summer uh, oh, Banana Rama really hits it on the you know the nail on the head. So the uh, the song itself, I really like. I think it's a good song. Um, I can't help but always think of Karate Kid when I hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably also because I I listen to the Karate Kid album from time to time. But um, uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I think the song's great. It's it's got a good vibe. Got a good sound to it. I, I really like the vocals. The only thing I will say, I don't understand why you'd want this summer vibe. Like a cruel summer sounds awful. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's like I like torture myself right, during right. the summer. What's right. Fun? So, is right. that what you want, Damon? You want a <laughs> cruel summer? I do. Because if you want a cool summer, cool. We, we can we can find a way to make it happen for you. <laughs> I feel like you don't even have to find a way. Sometimes it just finds me. <laughs> the, the heat here in Austin that's that's cruel enough uh, yeah so that represents my life for sure uh, but uh, yeah even though they're talking about it being cruel it sounds the opposite <laughs> so it, it, I've heard the song before, so it, I liked it a lot. Um, I did watch the music video for the first time. Um, and yeah, it, I, I have three things uh, on that. So uh, one is like what's interesting is especially for the 80s and especially like after we talked about like the bangles, like the, the style that they're dressed in is is very, you know, like overalls. It, it's almost Billie Eilish, like before Billie Eilish. Uh, it, yeah, these the, are the forerunners, man. These are the bands that shaped these new artists, for sure. Right, for sure. Uh, yeah, the, the other thing I, I want to kind of briefly mention is, I'm not sure if the 80s was, was the time period, but there was a time period that had a brief period where uh, there was truck drivers were romanticized as being the new outlaws. <laughs> It kind of shows up in this music because yeah. the truck driver shows up <laughs> and rescues him. Uh, and, and then the other crazy thing. The about fucking this, 80s, right? It's, an, it's the 80s. doesn't make sense, but yeah. <laughs> the other crazy thing is the fact that this has a, a weird tangent parody of Dukes of Hazard. 
in the music video. <laughs> you're like, what? Okay. <laughs> like, you're in the big city, yet you have Dukes of Hazard <laughs> going on. <laughs> the music video it's like okay hey they're not for they're they're not from the states so whatever they do is you know it's, it's a free-for-all and they're right. forgiven, uh, <laughs> they're forgiven. Uh, maybe not as much as canada but yeah and uh you know it was like 1983 so they they just got like i said they just got the disco scene uh they escaped the disco scene some <laughs> some ways so yeah that's gotcha. right Okay. Well, uh, I liked it. So I guess everybody's gone. Uh, anybody else have anything to say? All right. We're going to go and uh, take this record and uh, pick up the needle and flip the record and drop the needle on side B. So uh, Dietrich. No. No. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Dietrich, I demand that you cover the album you assigned this as homework. Well, you know, since you're going to be that crazy about <laughs> it, I guess I'll go ahead and do it. Um, you said so, no. I, I figured I'd, I'd, I'd yeah. use my stern parent voice. Like, yeah. Uh, that's your parent's voice. Your kids going to run all over your head. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, man. Sorry. My, my parent's voice was, uh, came down, sounded like, you know, God himself rang down <laughs> thunder inside the household, screaming obscenities. And I better get over and do this and clean these dishes or my ass is going to be wore out for a week. So, yeah, uh, we, we, we can hook you up, though. I can, I can get you right. Yeah. Now, see, I, I want my parent voice to be like you're possessed. And you have some demon living in your body. You're like, oh, damn. Like, oh, yeah, I, I can help you with that. I know the quiet pitch in order to hit that. And, gotcha. and make somebody think that you were possessed. That's not a problem. So, okay. Um, uh, we did have homework. Uh, it's coming from an artist that I heard um, right around, I want to say 2014, 2015. Um, I didn't know too much about his music, but then I started going back and listening to other music he had put out beforehand. And this dude has carved his own lane. Um, he is his own type of individual. And that's what I like about it the most. So who I'm talking about is his artist name is a whole lot better than his actual name. <laughs> his actual name, you were talking about Calvin Harris, right? And how his name kind of like threw it off for his, his real name. Right. Check this out. Uh, Magbire Samuel Lannon DeMarco. Or better known as born as Bernor Winford MacBriar Smith the Fourth. Yeah. Yeah. Born, born in 1990. But for those of us who know his name on a bit another scale, we're just going to call him by his artist name and it's Mac DeMarco, which sounds way cooler than Bernor <laughs> Winford. <you know. laughs> um, so he is a Canadian artist. Um, he's, you know, a multi-instrumentalist. He's a producer. He's one of those individuals that, that kind of, um, kind of carved his own lane into the music scene. And everybody tries to put somebody in a genre, right? But the genres that they're talking about with him is like blue wave or, or slacker rock. Um, he calls himself jazz jazz, which that had so many other different meanings to it. We're not going to go there, but he's from Edmund. Um, he's one of those that, you know, kind of started off early. Um, learn from his grandmother about music and things to do. Um, you know, is a, actually grandfather was a judge in a particular area. So, um, he always had that little bit of side of, of law and, and sternness and discipline. But then his parents actually, um, did not want to, uh, push him in a wrong direction. Um, like being straight stern with him. So his mom was very easy going. Dad left. Dad didn't want to pay child support. So he grew up with his mom as a single parent, uh, type situation, graduated 
in school and he just started going off and doing the early club scene. Started hopping around and actually going on indie rock projects and, and doing songwriting for different folks. And that's kind of how he got into the game. And in 2011, uh, he went from Vancouver to, to Montreal and he actually became his own solo artist because nobody was trying to pick him up as a writer, which was kind of a funny situation. So, um, you know, as he's rolling out, he actually released an album that was critically acclaimed. It's called Sally Days. That's the album that we're actually listening to. And there's so many different cuts on this particular album. The reason why I picked it is because one, this to me is the, the sole reason of why you have summertime vibe right this is it's easy listening easy going there's nothing that you know, will slap you in the face uh, about this particular album and his sound is so melodic like it just works with everything that's going on so there's so many different songs on here that will have a similar vibe but it's not a similar song like each each song on this particular album definitely uh holds their own for what he's doing and like from from the very beginning the title track of saturday all the way down to the very last one Johnny's Odyssey. Um, the one that really caught my ear on this particular album was one that I've, I've held dear and near through the whole time that it's been out. Uh, it's Chamber of Reflection. That right there is, to me, if you can't think of summer when you listen to that particular track, then I don't know what else you could think of. Because to me, that is laid back, sunset, um, maybe cold brew, margarita, campfire, chilling out on the beach with people. Like, I, I'm a visual person. I love getting visuals when I listen to music and where I think the artist might be at or what I think they might be going through as they actually um, put that music into play. And this is exactly where I was coming from when I heard this particular album all the way through. It is just nice, cool ass vibes, um, like nothing too shocking. And it's easily listening all the way through. You can literally play the album from beginning to end and catch a vibe from it. And that vibe will set your summer straight for the whole time that you're listening to it. So that's my take of this particular album. I didn't want to go too far into the credentials or the, the accolades, so to speak, because, you know, truth be told, he's got some from around the, around the world. Um, so to speak, but not so much in the United States. It's in the United States, he's kind of been playing the back fiddle, so to speak. Um, but it's it's kind of crazy that the way it works out because he's been managing pretty much a, a multitude of his own career. So he definitely goes wherever the wind blows him. And, you know, the sound that comes out of it is basically that style of sound that he wanted to come across as. So what do y'all think about Mac DeMarco's Salad Days? And tell me what your choice tracks are and, and how do you feel about his style and delivery? And do you think this is a good pick for a summer album? So I'll, I'll, I mean, if no one else wants to say something, I'll start. Um, oh, I should have like asked. All right. <laughs> so when, when you told us what the album was, I immediately knew it. Um, this was actually a song that, or album that was on heavy rotation for me when it first came out. I'm not quite sure how I was introduced to it. I feel like it might have been e-music potentially. I don't know if the time works though, because it's nine years ago. So I don't know for sure, but somehow this popped up on, on my radar and I immediately liked it. Maybe it was something that was recommended by Spotify. Who knows? Um, but anyway, it was, it was something that, that really like hooked me in right away. 
and um, and I found myself listening to this album multiple times. Um, haven't listened to it in in a while, uh, but when I started listening to it again, like it definitely brought back all the songs that I remember from from those days that I was listening to it uh, repeatedly. Um, so yeah, I mean this this is an album that I I really dig. Um, I like the vibe. I like the songs. Like you know, there's there's a lot to like. You know, some of the songs. Some of the songs for me sound a little familiar, but I don't mean that it's like a copycat, but I can see comparisons. Like there's some songs that sound a little like Tame Impala. Um, a bit, you know, but, but that, that's, that's not a criticism by any means. It's just sometimes artists have, you know, a, a similar sound, you know, um, and, but, but I mean, he, he's his, he's his own thing. And, uh, yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely understand why this song or this album is a good companion piece to side A, because I, I think that works for sure. Like, I mean, be hard pressed not to listen to this album and not just feel good after you listen to it, you know? Um, it's got, it does have good vibes for sure. Um, a lot of songs that I like on here. Um, I, I would go with, ooh, I wrote down a few. I got it right in front of me and I'm like doing the eeny, meeny, miny, mo. But, um, <laughs> I'm going to go with that. Uh, I'm going with passing, passing out pieces. Passing out pieces of me. Don't you know nothing comes free? Is uh is my favorite favorite track on there, so that's what I'm gonna go with. I could give you a few more, but I don't want to steal from anybody else. So uh, that's gonna be my my choice track from the album. Nice, nice pick. Appreciate that. I, yeah, I get a little bit of a um, few different vibes from this. Definitely a summertime album. This is uh, something I could just I could throw this on repeat this whole <laughs> for a summer party, and uh, you know after a certain hour everybody be chilling but uh yeah i like this kind of like he has a beck vibe to him <laughs> and you know y'all know i like beck i picked that back for album picks before saw him live recently um i'd like to see i would like to see mac demarco live i think this would be really cool i like this guy uh definitely he's a lyricist my cat agrees yeah. <laughs> um, but uh yeah so really good really good and yeah, I could say that um, yeah, there's 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 a lot of different songs, but Goodbye Weekend is my favorite. Goodbye Weekend was my my pick because I I like the lyrics in there and nobody's going to tell me how to be, you know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like a mo- the modern version of an older song, but yeah, definitely cool. A little bit of a twist on, you know, lifestyle, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, weird, uh, weird, weird cover too. He looks like he just like mowed along. It's like, oh man, I'm giving shit. But that's how he, I think that's how that this guy rolls. He don't give a shit. So yeah. Yeah. I like it. Good pick. Thanks again for bringing new music to my life. So I feel like it's such a new, like I, I was born yesterday when I hear these album picks that y'all picked. But yeah, this is great. Thanks. So it overall, I, I liked it. It it took me, I'm not saying that it took me a lot to get into it. Like I, I felt the chill vibes. It just, something wasn't fully grabbing me. Um, at first, I was kind of feeling like it's the the vocals getting lost in melodies, but I mean, I got over that after after a bit. Um, 
and I guess here's what I'm curious. Is he is he kind of an artist artist? Like, is he a musician's musician type of thing? Like a, a modern Ben Folds type of would you consider him something like that? Or is I wouldn't consider I see where you're coming from in that aspect. OK, um, honestly, if you took Ben Folds and, and meshed him in with Beck, like like okay. like Damon said, absolutely. You would he's get got both Marco, sides. Marco. Yes. Okay. He's, he's got the abstract, the abstract pull of of somebody that is not really caring about you know hits per se, not really caring yeah. about music industry factors. But gotcha. his songs are melodic enough to where he's gonna get, he's gonna hit a chart anyway. Gotcha. Know, some some way, shape, form, or fashion. So I don't think he he plays himself out of the role. I th- I do feel you on the vocals though. It took me a second listen through when I first heard it in order to kind of cast the vibes and deal with it. But also it also depends on what what device you listen to. Like right. certain headphones, you're not gonna get the whole feel of it. Certain speakers, you're not gonna get the whole feel of it. Like he's one of these things where you could pop in a car and totally listen to it and everything is good, and then you go back and put that cassette or that CD back in your your boombox and it's like what the hell? Is that? It doesn't feel the same. But it's right. all because of the presentation within itself um there's another name that's literally floating in my head and name literally just popped out um so i'm not even going to bring up that artist but what Uh, i will say is um go ahead oh no go go ahead so and so have you listened to like is he pretty consistent like album to album or did does he change from because i'm he has me intrigued enough to to try other stuff of his so this is what i say on this other album so he Uh come out in 17 came out in 19 i think he just released uh, another uh, a particular song or single coming out in 2022 going 23 what i will say about his albums is he's very experimental oh gotcha that is that is the best way to put his particular music because like you said you can catch a vibe on this one but if you go back and listen to another album or another song before you'll get a totally different vibe and on top of that that vibe will carry through the whole damn album he's consistent in the vibe that he wants to get out within the album um, gotcha. and each album is different from the last so you're not going to hear the same particular style you may hear something a little more grungier on the next one you may hear something a little more polished and r&b-ish on the next track like everything is consistent all the way through but it just depends on which song or which album you're trying to listen to okay that makes sense okay yeah his earlier stuff was more of a soulful vibe more of a r&b type flex but then he literally came out and started going a more like acid rock trippy type vibe uh in his sound and it actually helped develop his sound to where he's at now so this was a good cornerstone turn for sure so and what's interesting like i i went because like he doesn't have that many music videos but i did find a couple music videos of his but he does have a quite a few like live performances in seattle um, and so there was one where it's him with like a five piece band, but then there's some other uh, festival in Seattle, which is called uh, Pick Pick Something, right? And it's just him solo with a guitar singing one of these songs. And you're like, like, it, it's amazing. Like, it, you can get the feel, the vibe of the song, whether it's just him with a solo guitar or if it's a five piece band. But yeah, it, it's, it, I do, I do appreciate that this album and it was an amazing pick. Um, I'll go and pick my song and shut up. But uh, I, I liked uh, Let Her Go. So, you don't have uh, to shut up, Tom. 
I know, I know, but I, I'm going all over the place. But yeah, I, I like Letter Go, so that's the, the song that I picked. So yeah. it, I enjoyed that one. Although Solid, Day, I was tempted to do Solid Days, but I didn't want to pull a Damon and pick the first track on the album. Yeah. Sometimes the first track is the best track. <laughs> I, I know, I know. And I was saving it for you, Damon. And then, then you <laughs> okay. just bypassed that salad and went for the steak. I see, <laughs> yeah, see okay. how you are. Not not eating healthy, you know? <laughs> That's true. I need to watch my diet, for sure. Right. Exactly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not going there. You're not going there? Okay. No. No. Okay. So, was there anything else anybody wanted to say? Brandon, any, any closing remarks about DeMarco? I think he's frozen. Anyways. Um, he's not frozen. Uh, I see him. You see him? Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, uh, so... Damn, don't you have some homework for us next week? Yeah, I do. So um, I I like this band a lot, and I, they have like they have more than one good album. But the band is the Smiths, and the album is Hateful of Hollow. Uh, this is released in 1985. So um, there you go. There's some hits on this. There's some good songs. They always. Uh, see, you know, they never uh, cease to amaze me. I like the cover bands I've heard of this band. <laughs> um, I guess I'm kind of an 80s guy, too. I'm an 80s fan. More more so a 90s fan, but I've become more of an 80s fan in the last decade. Uh, but this is also uh, the lead singer Morrissey's gone off and done his own stuff, too. So you, know, you find a lot of good stuff coming from the Smiths. But uh, I'm on a UK kick. So here we go. Okay. All right. So take that ride, guys. This is going to be a good one. All right. So I guess we'll go and wrap things up. Uh, this has been Trace Tracks. You can find this on tracetracks at gmail.com uh, or you can find us on our website at tracetracks.com. Both of those end with a Z. Uh, we have matching playlists on both Spotify and Pandora. Uh, please subscribe and listen to all past and future episodes. Let's go ahead and sign out. I've been Taj. I'm Brandon. I'm still Damon. It's nothing's changed. Same old Damon. Mm. And this is the Choice Tracks New Definition of Summer Madness. I had to kick in there with the Will Smith line. Um, <laughs> I can't wait for Dietrich. summer. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, this is Dietrich, and uh, we've been Choice Tracks, and we're going to pick up the needle, but y'all keep spinning those Choice Tracks. Yeah, I said it twice. Okay. <laughs> so good you have to say it twice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs>